Prince Audio presents the unabridged recording of The Shimmer, a novel by David Morrell. Performed by Phil Giganti. Author's Note. The phenomena described in this novel appear on many nights outside the town of Marfa in West Texas. They were observed as long ago as when Native Americans occupied the area. No one has adequately explained them. Are not the days of my life few? Let me alone that I may recover a little before I go whence I shall not return, to the land of darkness and the shadow of death, the black disordered land where darkness is the only light. The Book of Job Part 1 The Beckoning Chapter 1 From 1,500 feet off the ground, the blue pickup truck looked like a matchbox toy. Normally it would have blended with traffic, but on this clear Tuesday afternoon in early June, the pilot watched the truck race past other vehicles and veer back and forth between lanes as the driver searched for any open space he could find. The aircraft, a Cessna 172, had high wings and a single propeller. Its pilot was a 40-year-old police officer named Dan Page. He knew that the driver of the pickup was male, because he monitored a police radio through his headphones and was aware that ten minutes earlier the man had shot and killed another man in a feud between drug dealers at Fort Marcy Park. A police officer driving by saw the shooting. When he sped into the park, the assailant fired through the cruiser's windshield and killed him. Park workers who saw the murders all identified the shooter as a thin, twentyish Anglo, with a shaved head and a white T-shirt, the short sleeves of which revealed a large tattoo on his left arm. This was Page's day off. A private pilot, he enjoyed flying his Cessna from Santa Fe's small airport, and, as he phrased it, getting above it all. But when his police radio transmitted news of the chase, he headed over the four-mile-wide city to where the truck had last been seen, hoping to spot it among Santa Fe's low buildings and provide directions to his fellow officers in the pursuing police cars. Five minutes later, he had it in sight. The truck's frantic, random route would have been difficult to follow on the ground, but was obvious from the air. He's going east on Peralta, Page said into the microphone on his headset. Now he's turning right onto Guadalupe, heading downtown. I'm five blocks in front of him, another officer's voice answered quickly. I can cut him off. Wait, now he's veering onto Agua Fria. Page stared down helplessly as an oncoming car swerved out of the truck's way, lurched onto a sidewalk, and hit an adobe wall, earthen bricks cascading onto the hood. He imagined the sound of the crash, the violence somehow gaining in magnitude because of the distance. He's back on St. Francis Drive, Page warned. If he's headed toward the interstate, we've got the ramps blocked, an urgent voice replied. Again, the truck abruptly changed direction. He's turning right onto Cerrillos Road, Page yelled. I'll intercept him at Cordova, a different voice blurted. Peering down toward a crosswalk, Page noticed pedestrians scurrying to avoid the truck. A car was forced off the road. Two ladies past Cordova. We'll set up a roadblock at St. Michael's Drive. Better make it Rodeo Road. He's driving so fast you won't have time at St. Michael's. Indeed, the speed with which the truck covered distance was astounding. The other vehicles on Cerrillos Road seemed to be standing still. My God, 
He's got to be doing over a hundred, Page thought. Other drivers must have seen the truck speeding toward them in their rearview mirrors, or maybe the fugitive kept blowing his horn. For whatever reason, traffic veered out of the way. We've got the intersection at Cerrillos and Rodeo Road closed, a voice shouted. Immediately, the truck swerved onto another side street. Page finally understood the pattern. I think he's got a police radio. What? He changes directions whenever you tell me you've got a street blocked. He must be listening to us. Now he's turning into the Lowe's parking lot. Customers leaving the huge hardware store darted to the side as the truck sped toward the movie theater at the end of the lot. It disappeared into a parking garage. Circling, Page watched.